Welcome to this Nutra Ingredients Podcast. I'm Shane Starling in Brussels at the Nutrition and Lifestyle Conference. Pleased to be joined by Sue Davies, who is the chief of the uh, UK c- consumer watchdog, uh, Witch. Is that fair to describe Witch as a consumer watchdog? Um, yes, we're an independent, not-for-profit consumer organisation, so I work on food policy there. Okay, now there's just been a discussion about obesity um, and, and the health of uh, European citizens um, and uh, one element of that was uh, the health claims regulation and you were saying uh, that it's not really being implemented hard enough. Um, well, we've wanted to have effective controls over health and nutrition claims for many years. Um, we've repeatedly done research where we found problems and have been concerned that people could be misled. You know, people who are motivated to make healthier choices and then find out that they're wasting their money on products that aren't really healthy. Um, we've had um, the regulation which came in in 2006 and we've gone through a lengthy process of seeing whether or not a lot of the claims could be substantiated. And about 80% of claims have been rejected by EFSA. We've finally got to the stage where we've got a positive list for a lot of the claims but some of them are still under review. There's outstanding issues about things like what happens with botanicals where most of those couldn't be substantiated, but it may be that the Commission is looking at taking a different approach to those. And we've still got the outstanding problem of nutrient profiles. So even if a claim should be substantiated, we don't think that you should be able to put that on a product that's high in fat, sugar and salt and contradicts overall healthy eating advice. But don't you see a problem in a system where, for instance, prunes um, are found not to be able to benefit digestive health? I think there's an important issue between, um, and I think often it gets confused, between what you can sell and what's being sold and what, how strong and what kind of claims you make on products. And I think often um, that often get, that gets confused. Um, what we wanted to see was robust scientific assessment of the claim so that if a product is actually saying to a consumer, you know, this can give you this specific health benefit, eat more of this, then we want to make sure that people aren't wasting their money. And so when the regulation is properly implemented, people will finally get to a point where they can actually see what are the you know the real genuine claims from those that are the bogus claims but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still have more generic advice from governments and health professionals about things like you know eating more fruit and vegetables which is obviously um, you know something you're not going to put on a product but it's something that people need to be aware of but aren't you um, um envisioning a world where science is black and white, whereas in the case of nutrition it's not black and white, but that does not necessarily mean that some of those messages can't get to consumers. I think it's more the opposite way around that. I think a lot of the way that health claims have been presented on products is as though it's black and white and claims have been made before the scientific evidence is there to substantiate it. But if you're actually going to say to a, product, to a consumer, you know, buy this product and it will give you this specific health benefit, then we think you really need to be sure of your facts and you have to have the science to back it up. Well, thanks very much, Sue. Shane Starling for Nutri Ingredients at the Nutrition and Lifestyle Conference in Brussels.